Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. The importance of moving in silence. <laughs> the importance of moving in silence. Now, uh, I'm not even going to try to be deep. God bless you, uh, Eric Mack from Dallas, Texas. I'm not even going to try to um, make make you think that I'm super deep, but let me share with you where I got this from. One thing that I've always asked God, and that was whenever I hear something or whenever I see something, please tell me or show me where I can get some type of um, spiritual application from it to share and uh, to do this. And so uh, last night, uh, as I was doing my live last night on Check-In Monday, uh, Apostle Darrell Winston was doing Miracle Monday, a live session, and my daughter and son happened to be there uh, assisting him last night. And uh, they tagged me in something he was prophesying to me. And then I went back to listen at it And there was something that he was prophesying to them, I believe. He said something that jumped in my spirit. And then we were listening back at it today, and I couldn't get it out of my spirit. And so tonight, I I felt and feel it's important to share it with you so you will hear uh, what was said. And I I know it'll be a blessing to you. That's why I want you to like and share, because somebody's going to need to hear this word. This word is going to take them a little further than they are. It's going to... Some people is going to alter their destiny. Uh, when I say alter it, it's going to make it uh, a little more easier to get there and to get to where they need to be when they hear this particular word. And that is the importance of moving in silent. Uh, now, when you read the scripture and uh, we try to do everything and be uh, biblically based and Bible based and have a solid foundation of scripture. And so when I begin to study this and read this in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse seven, it is a a chapter that we hear a lot preached and people love to hear it and love to preach it when they talking about your season. And when they talking about is your season, it's your time, it's your season, it's your season to be blessed, it's your season for this. But now when you really read this, there are some verses that we don't pay a lot of attention to because we don't like uh, it, it doesn't fit into what we're trying to get out at the time. It doesn't fit in to what we're trying to put out there. It doesn't fit into what we're trying to say. So we don't talk about them as much. And so when you read in Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse number seven, it's a very important uh, verse because it says that there's a time to win. There's a time to sow. There's a time. Listen at this to keep silent and a time to speak. He said, there's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. Listen at that again. There's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. That's what he says in Ecclesiastes chapter three and verse number seven, a time to keep silent and a time to to speak. And uh, that's going to be important as we go down because we've got to remember that 
that there is a time to keep silent. There's a time to speak. Uh, it's not always time for speaking. Sometimes it's time for silence. And so now then and we look in uh, Psalms, let's look in Psalms uh, chapter 39, because I want you to get this, want to share this with you. Psalms 39 verse 1. Here he says, it's, it's the Psalm of David. I said, I will take heed to myself that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace, even from good, and my sorrow was stirred. Listen what he says. He says, I will keep my mouth bridled while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace. And uh, I want to talk to you because I think we need to understand this. Let's read another scripture, and I've got a couple more, but let's read another scripture to give us biblical foundation uh, in Matthew's chapter uh, 8 and verse 4. This is Jesus talking when he deals with them, and he says, and Jesus says unto them, Matthew chapter 8, see that thou tell no man, but go thy way and show thyself to the priests to offer thy gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Jesus says, I need you to move in silence, and I, I'm asking you to go and tell no man. I know you. I know you're anxious. I know you're in a hurry. I know you feel like you just got to get it out. But Jesus says, "Go tell no man." In other words, what he's really saying is, "I need you to understand that it is important to move in silence. Sometimes you've got to learn to be quiet. Sometimes you've got to learn to shut up." Sometimes you've got to learn to hold your peace. <laughs> and so you've got to learn to be silent. you got to learn to be quiet. And when uh, Pastor Winston said that last night, that thing dropped in my spirit. And I just couldn't shake it today. And, and, and that's been sometimes those type of things happen to me in these 40-some years of ministry. When, when something drops in my spirit and I can't shake it, I got to deal with it. And so tonight, I want to tell you the importance of moving in silence. You've got to know that this is the day that uh, I know it's, it's a social media day. I know it's a day when we've got, you've got TikTok. I know you've got Twitter. You've got Facebook. You've got YouTube. You've got all these things that you use and uh, Instagram. And we post a lot of stuff. And I understand that. And, and sometimes we post and we post and sometimes we got um, uh, 10 posts in a day. We've got so many posts in a day. But understand that this is the day that it is important to start studying to move in silence. In other words, it's time now to prioritize and to know what is to be released and what is not to be released. Everything is not to be released. Even though you feel like it, even though you want to do it, even though you just want, you know, you want your enemies to know God is blessing you anyhow, sometimes you just got to move in silence. Sometimes you can't do anything. Sometimes you just got to hold. 
And how do you move in silence? One way we move in silence is we learn to hold our tongue. We learn to do those things. Uh, what, what do you mean we do? We learn to hold things. Let me go in order and then I'll show some, did some scriptures with this. Number one, let's deal with number one and then we'll do this uh, in, in this order. Number one is everything is not to be shared. All right. Everything is not to be shared. I know it's hot. I know it's burning on your spirit. I know God told you and and, and you won't tell everybody else. I got it. But everything is not to be shared as much as we want to share it. Some things, now I'm not telling you not to share anything, but some things you've got to know when to hold them. You've got to know this right here. I've got to hold this right through here. This is, this can't be shared. I, 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 you know, I'm making share with maybe family, maybe, maybe even not with family, but some things is not to be shared. You got to know when to share them. Even at, at, on your personal, even with business matters, even with church matters, you got to know that everything is not to be shared. And I'll deal with you, deal with this in a little bit to show you why it's important to move in silence and not share everything. Sometimes when we when we share everything, we put everything out. It gets to the place that we have set ourselves up for some things. And for some people to come after us because we've shared too much. Sometimes you got to, you make and share stuff, but don't put all the details in it. Don't, don't put everything down of how it's going to do. Sometimes you got to share your vision, but you can't put everything down. Am I making sense? You can't put everything. You can't put everything. I mean, you, you giving them detail and I'll tell you why that's not good in just a moment. So number one, everything is not to be shared. And I need you to get that. Everything is not to be shared. Somebody say amen to that. Everything is not to be shared. It's burning. I know it's hot. I know it's, I know you just, you, you can't get it out fast enough. You want everybody to know. Oh my God. You want them to know that, that I am, I, I got this and oh, it's just, I, I want everyone to get this. That's what you want. I understand that. I got you. I feel you on that. But I'm here to tell you that everything is not to be shared. Okay, I want to make sure you get that tonight. Everything is not to be shared. And then number two, and I'm, I'm going to go through these sort of quick, so I wanna, don't want to hold this long. Number two is we must have uh, the discipline or have a disciplined tongue. We must have a disciplined tongue. When, when you're dealing and moving in silence, you've got to learn to have a disciplined tongue. You've got to learn how to discipline your tongue. And I know sometimes that's hard. We, we got to get it out. We just want folk to know. We want to tell people and get it out. And everyone, we want to make a video. We want to make a post. We want to do this. 
But I'm telling you, you got to learn how to discipline and ask God to help you to discipline your tongue. Listen what the scripture says in Proverbs 21 and 23. This is important. Uh, he says this, uh, whosoever keepeth his mouth and tongue, keepeth his soul from trouble. <laughs> whosoever keepeth his mouth and keepeth his tongue, keepeth his soul from trouble. That means you learned how to discipline your tongue. You, you learn not to say everything. You learn not to put everything out just because you, you feel like putting it out. So you learn how to discipline your tongue. And that's, that's the hard thing that most of us have. And that is the discipline of the tongue. We don't, we don't do that real good. We, we don't discipline our tongue. And he says, when you read that again, he says, whosoever keepeth his mouth and his tongue, keepeth his soul from trouble. And I believe sometimes that means even uh, when we, we open the door for many people to come after us because there's some things God has shared with us. He wants us to move in silence with it so he can do it and put everything in place. And when they see it, it's already there. It's already happened. Ain't nothing they can do. Nothing they can do to do anything. And so we got to have a disciplined tongue. That's important, a disciplined tongue. And now the scripture gives us even better clarity on that in the New Testament, in the book of James chapter one and verse 26. Now this, every time I read this, this gets me because this is what he says. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. He says, if any man seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, he said, this man religious is in vain. <laughs> you, you got to understand. You, you got to have a discipline. We, we want to discipline everything, but we don't want to discipline our tongues. And you have to learn to discipline your tongue. Uh, matter of fact, let me, because I, I didn't want to, I really didn't want to get into that part tonight, but let me, let me see. And uh, I'm just going to put it out there and I'll let, I'll let you uh, get it in, in James chapter three. I need you to read uh, James chapter three, those, uh, as they say, uh, if you want to talk about doing homework or something, <laughs> let that be the case. James chapter three, but let me just read this one verse. He says in verse eight or in verse seven, and uh, let's 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 look at verse uh, number uh, seven, James chapter three, verse seven and verse eight. This is this is going to get you for every kind of beast and a bird and serpent and of things in the sea is tame and have been tamed of mankind. Listen to what he says. Everything has been tamed to mankind. Verse eight is where we get, where he get us at. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil. And what is it? Full of deadly poison. You around here worrying about somebody drinking some poison or eating some poison. He said, you got poison right in your mouth. 
He says, when you look at it, your tongue can no man tame. It's an unruly evil and it's full of deadly poison. This is why we have to learn to discipline our tongue. If you don't brighten your tongue, you got, you got to learn how to be quiet sometimes. You just got to learn how to shut up. Discipline your tongue. Some things uh, you, you, you do and you don't discipline your tongue. There's no discipline about it. And, and most of us, we're guilty. The Lord has to work on us to discipline our tongue. That's why we can't move in silence because we want everyone to know what's going on and we just got to get it out. And even if the Lord tells us to hold our peace, we still got to get it out. We're going to put it out some kind of way. And you have to learn to discipline. Even though you want to do it, you got to learn to discipline the tongue. Are you listening at me? Learn to discipline the tongue. All right. It's important that we get this. Learn to discipline our tongue. And so um, it's important to move in silence. It's important to move in silence. All right. So now let's let's look at this. Number number three, we must know those to whom we should share our vision. And what God has told us. You got to know who to share it with. You can't share it with everybody. That's important to know. It's not a good thing to share it with everybody. You you may have a, a select uh, group of people or one or two people that you share stuff with, but you can't share it with everyone. You got to learn to move in silence. I don't care how much you like them. I don't care how much you, you feel that they got your back and all that stuff. All that's good sometimes, but you have to be able to discern so you'll really know and 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 be able to say, you know what? I got to move in silence. Some of this, I, I got to know who to share this with and who not to share it with. You got to know who to share your vision with and who not to share it with, who to share your dream with and who not to share it with. Everyone can't handle, uh, oh Lord, I'm getting in trouble now. Everyone cannot handle your vision, your dream. I'm going a little further. Everyone can't handle what God told you. Think about it. Sometimes you can't even handle it. <laughs> so you know other folk can't handle sometimes what God told us. We can't, uh, we can't handle it ourselves sometimes. Sometimes we be like, uh, and, and we be going through changes and doubting. And so you can't share it with everyone. Sometimes I know you want to. I know God's getting ready to bless you with a house and you won't share with everyone. Sometimes you, you can't share with them until you invite them over with the keys in your hand. Sometimes you want to share with them. God's going to bless you. You feel God said he's going to bless you with a car. Sometimes you can't share with people until they you pick them up and say, let's go ride. You, you got to be able to do that and understand that everything you can't share with everybody. And I'm going to tell you why you can't share with everybody. Tell you why. Hey, Pastor Smith, 
Memphis, you can't share with everybody. Just, just can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to, I'm trying to save you in this year from getting in a lot of stuff that you'll be hurt over because you shared it with the wrong people. See, cause you, you got to figure out, figure this out. One thing you got to figure out, everyone that's cheering don't mean they cheering for you. You got to understand what the cheer is for. Sometimes the cheer is not a cheer for you to make it. It's a cheer hoping that you don't survive. You got to be able to discern the cheers when you hear them. The, you know, when people go play basketball, sometimes they, ah, but you'll find that in, in, in uh, the, this is playoff season. I'll look at the game tonight with Memphis and, and Golden State. And, and let me tell you something. Amen. Everyone in there is not cheering for the Warriors. There's some stuff they saying you can't put on TV and, and, and they still in the crowd saying it. So you got to be able to discern what the cheers are about and who is cheering and what they cheering about. Because sometimes you don't know what they cheering about. You know they, they cheering, but you don't know what's going. And so you got to be able to, to keep that under wraps. You got to know to whom you're going to share your vision. <laughs> oh, y'all engaged tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel I see y'all engaged tonight. Amen. Oh, uh, listen, let me let me look at a couple comments. <laughs> oh my God, this is good. Uh Pastor Martin is on here. Uh she's she's operating with me as me tonight. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Okay, so let's 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 move on. Let's go. Okay, so you got to know who to share your vision with. Everyone cannot handle your vision and what you're supposed to be doing. So don't do it. Learn how who to share it with and who not to share it with. All right. Uh, let me let me read this because this is important. While I'm on the vision part of who to share your vision with, let's let's look at this because this will help some of you to understand. Uh, let's look at at uh, Genesis chapter 37, because I need you all to get this, and uh, I want it to be a blessing to you. Genesis 37, and, I, and we could read from verse 1, but let me sort of go through this feed and, and sort of help you to under, understand, all right? So let's do this. Genesis uh, 37, this is Joseph. This is Joseph, and when you think of this, uh, Joseph, the Bible gives us to know that Joseph was uh, 17 years old. Now, let me stop there because I think this is important and I don't want the, the younger people to feel that I'm jumping on you by no means or no ways. But I want to share with you and even some of the older people, let me share with you. Understand that Joseph was 17 years of age when this uh, he had a dream and God began to deal with him. So he was somewhat immature in what he was thinking and what he was getting ready to do. He did not really know for the fact that he was young. Sometimes even older people do it. So I don't want you to feel I'm jumping on you. But sometimes even uh, as, as young people, you got to understand the culture of what the day we live in. And everything is not to be shared. Some things you put out there and you share can damage you. For a long time, it can follow you because you didn't have the discipline 
not to share it or you didn't have the discipline not to say something. So it's important for us to get that. It's important for us to understand that having discipline when we do that. Uh, my heart was broke uh, this week. I uh, read a post of a young lady that was a, a, a student, went to her prom and uh, had been accepted, I think it's Tennessee State or somewhere. And she was uh, prepared to go. They had already given all the paperwork and stuff. And she posted a picture for the prom in a dress with, with the guy. I don't know who the guy was, but they were holding guns, holding guns. And uh, she posted it and probably felt nothing about it, no harm. But uh, it went viral. And when it went viral, they, of course, uh, rescinded her uh, scholarship from from school and uh, they expelled her from school. Now, I think, I don't know if she was in 12th grade or whatever, but they, I guess she was. They expelled her from school this close to being out of school all those years she's went. And hopefully I pray that something happens where someone else will accept her or whatever. But it just shows the importance of, of moving in silence. Sometimes there are things that come to mind you want to do. You may not want to do it because it can affect you the rest of your life. And that was that was not a a good thing that it affected her. And so you have to, uh, you know, not do that. And, and a lot of times we do that because we want, we want likes and we want people to, for clout. And sometimes likes are too, uh, let me put it this way. Sometimes likes cost too much in long run. It, they cost too much. I mean, it, 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 you went viral, but it costs you, it's going to cost you a whole lot and uh, even people in, in HR and people uh, in different places are watching what you're posting. You got to understand <clears throat> that you're not the only one posting. You're not the only one watching your post. Somebody else watching your post. That's why <clears throat> when people go to uh, post and stuff, they posting. You got to know people on your job. They If they get ready to hire you, there was a young lady. They hired her to work with, with uh, young people and young kids. And the day before she was supposed to start work, she posted on, on social media, I hate kids. So they called her and said, we don't want you to come in. Uh, we, we take the job back because they read her post. Now, you, you got to understand everything is not for that. So let's get back to that. Just thought I should throw that in. Joseph was 17 years old. So when he was 17, they made him a coat of many colors. Of course, you know that and what happened. And uh, then he had a dream that he was binding sheaves in the field and he began to talk about how one stood up right and the other one, they, they uh, bowed to him or they made obedience to him. And so uh, his brethren, when they heard it, verse eight of Job chapter 37, his brethren said to him, shall thy indeed reign over us or shall thy indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. Now understand, they they would have never knew what the dreams were if Joseph hadn't shared the details. They never would have knew anything and had a reason to hate him had not he put it out. That's why I say everything is not to be posted. Everything is not to be said. I know you want to, but everything is not to be put out there. Everything is not to be said. Everything is not to go out like you think it should. Everything is not to go out. So 
when, you know, sometimes we, we always talk about people hate me. Sometimes they, you know, it's all right for them to hate you when they don't know what's going on. But when you putting all your business out there and you sharing everything, that's a whole different thing. Only people know what, what to hate you for is you keep saying it. You know, uh, you, you know, <laughs> you, you want them to know it. So you put it out there. So they hated him yet the more. Notice in verse 10, and he told his father and his father and his, his and to his brethren and his father rebuked him. This is the first thing that happened. His father rebuked him. I need you to get this. And said unto him, what is this dream that thou have dreamed? And so shall our and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow ourselves to the earth. And notice verse 11, they hated him. But then verse 11 said, and his brethren envied him. But his father at least observed the same. And this is, this is just, that's the second dream. We're not even talking about the first dream and the and the the coat because if you back up and I, I I skipped this the Bible says in verse four when he shed it under them they hated him and could not speak peaceably under him they they couldn't even speak to him right they had an attitude when they spoke to him couldn't speak peaceably under him that's why you got to know everything that you everything God shares with you is not to be shared you're not to share all of your vision. I hope I hope this is blessing you tonight. You got to know not to share everything. Don't do it. I know it's hot, but don't do it. All right. Number four. Let's let's let. Oh well. Let, let me get. Let me highlight a verse in Genesis thirty-seven because I, I want you to get that. I think this is important. Genesis thirty-seven. I, I need to. Um, I, I need you. Uh, to get this also. All right, I see y'all engaged tonight. I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm engaged. I'm, I'm sharing. Uh, uh, the reason I keep sharing y'all comments because some on Facebook and the ones on Facebook can't see the ones on YouTube. The ones on YouTube can't see the ones on Facebook. So I want y'all to know that uh, on both on both sites, uh, they are really engaged tonight with this. Let's let me let me. Uh, give you verse uh, 17 or uh, verse 19 because I need you to get this and notice their attitude after Joseph shared this with them you got to keep this in mind some people don't dislike you because they just dislike you they dislike you for the mere fact that they that some about you that's been revealed. And this is why you got to know what to share and what not to share. Watch this because this is going to be important. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Verse 19. And they said one to another, behold, this dreamer come, coming. That's how they felt after him. <laughs> they felt, you know, behold, this dreamer coming. People don't like for you to have a dream in the first place, but then when you go to sharing it, they really get an attitude. I mean, they get an attitude altogether. And so you, you got to understand, they label you. 
in circles where you don't even know they've been talking about you. Sometimes they talk about you in your face. They smiling in your face, but behind your back, they're putting knives in your back. And the more you share with them stuff that's going on, the more they're trying to see what they can do. Let me hear up on. I'm, 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 let me hear them get through here. <laughs> All right. Number four, the importance of moving in silence is uh, because when you move in silence, it can and will confuse the enemy. Are you listening at me? When you move in silence, it can and will confuse the enemy. I need you to get that. I need y'all to hear that tonight. It will, it can and will confuse the enemy. Because when the enemy, when you move in silence and the enemy don't know what's going on, then they're confused. That's why when, when Elijah and when the prophet when they were going in, God set them up and told them what to do, how to position themselves and what to do. But he told them to move in silence the same way when they march around the walls. God, can you imagine the confusion when they were marching around the walls of Jericho? Can you imagine the confusion when they when they saw them marching six days and not saying a word? I can hear the conversation say, what are these crazy folk doing? They marching around. They marched around one time the day, and then day two, they marched around. Then day three, and they marched around. They quiet. They ain't saying nothing. What's going on? God says, amen. Tell them, tell them to move in silence. I want them to move, but don't say nothing. Don't send no praise up. Don't, don't talk. Don't say God's given us the victory. Don't say the wall's going to come down. Don't say nothing. And they did it. And then when it got to the, the, the day that God wanted them to make noise, by the time the enemy got saw that, it was too late. The walls came down. That's why you, you got to move in silence. Because when you move in silence, oh, it confuses the enemy. People, because people, they won't know your business. They won't know what's going on. And when you move in silence, they're confused. They don't know what to do and they don't know how, how to do anything because now you moved in a silent place and you're not moving where they can get a hold of things. Matter of fact, uh, it brings me almost really to my last point uh, tonight. And someone, I think it was Lena or someone that said it earlier and I ain't talked to her, but uh, that means I'm on point tonight with this. You got to know that sometimes when you're moving in, in silence with this, um, people are, are, are confused. When, you, when you're confused, when the enemy is confused and when people are confused, they want to know what's going on with you. Nothing. You know, because people have an issue when you're not knocking their door down to get something from them. So they want to know what, what's up with you. Nothing. I'm fine. I'm good. And so this is what happens when we begin to understand this and begin to find this, that we move in silence and the enemy is confused. People are confused because you're not out there putting all your business in the street because there's some things I got to be quiet until God completes it. And then I'll share with everybody, but I'm not going to make a special post to satisfy my enemies 
or to satisfy people to make them think I don't I don't need to post anything to let you know God is blessing me. But a mere fact I'm still here, you can see I'm blessed. So I don't I don't need to I don't need to post something for you to see it. When when I get it, I'm gonna show it to you. And I'll let everybody see it once God has done it. But I don't need to, I don't need to, to do this. And it brings me to this last point, because I need you to really get this. This is gonna help you the rest of the year when I share this with you. My fifth point tonight in this study is moving in silence does not give people a chance to sabotage your dream or vision. I hope y'all heard what I just said. It, it, it People can't sabotage. They cannot do and sabotage your dreams and vision. Sometimes you, you just can't say nothing. I mean, I know how you feel. Because sometimes people say stuff and, and I be wanting to say something so bad. And the Lord has said just Sometimes I, I want to, oh my God, you talking about, I just want to like, Lord, just let me say something because I need them to know what you're getting ready to do. I need them to know what you're doing. And the Lord has said, shh. And that's one of the hardest things to do when the Lord says, shh. <laughs> it's like your kids when they make a noise. You say, y'all be quiet. They they got to do something. They don't do one. Pick up a pick up something and hit hit on the table. And you're like, y'all better stop that noise. Why? Because they just they that's that's how they operate. They 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 don't want to be quiet. They don't want to be silent. And so you got to understand, moving in in silence does not give people an opportunity to steal and to sabotage your dreams and visions. Because I'm here to tell you, when you put it out there, people will do their very best to sabotage. Sometimes people will do their best to mess up your plans. They'll do everything, everything they can. If they know you having something, they will plan something at the same time you having something to make sure the people that usually come to your stuff don't come. Oh, and I'm in trouble tonight. That's true. You can't alert your enemy. <laughs> That's right, Lena. You can't alert them. You can't, when, you, when you're trying to do something, you just got to do it, plan it, and get it done, and let them see it. Post it after the fact. Do what you do, what they tell you to do when you go on the trip. They tell you now when you go on the trip, don't post all your pictures while you're on the trip to let people know you're not at home. Take the pictures on the trip, wait till you get back home, and then post them about the vacation you just had. Some of you, wait till God do it, post it, watch this, don't post, they invited you to an event, let them post it if they're advertising, but you go to the event, have somebody with your camera, let them tape it or whatever, and then you post it after the fact and said, oh, what a glorious time we had today. That's how you do that, because then that way people don't have the opportunity to go before you and tell how people... I wouldn't have her. I wouldn't have him if I were you. I wouldn't let them come to my church. I wouldn't let them be at this. I wouldn't let them be at that. Because, you know, people will try to sabotage your dreams and visions 
and, and try to sabotage your opportunities that you got. There, there are many of us that will be surprised of the things that have been held back from us. Not because they should have been, but because somebody was sabotaging. We shared with somebody what the Lord said he was going to do for us. And somebody went and either they tried to get in our spot or they did something else. So they tried to sabotage everything that happened. And you got to move in silence because you can't give people that that power to to uh, sabotage. That's right. You, you got to stop giving everyone the blueprint of your life. Stop telling them everything that's going to happen. Just, just do it and let it happen. Don't 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 tell them you won the Grammy until you until you holding it in your hand. Put it up and say, "Look at this, y'all." <laughs> don't tell them you got the new house till you got the keys and you in the house and you giving them a tour of not what I'm going to buy, but what I've already bought. Don't tell them you got the new car until you driving and you stop and take a post and say, "Hey, look at this!" Yay! <laughs> That's how you handle that. That's that's what you do with that, because you got to understand that people uh, will try their best to sabotage what you're doing and uh, to keep you from getting in a certain place, certain platforms. And uh, I, I hate to tell some of you, but I got to tell you to help you. Some of you, even on your job, I'm not just talking about church, but even in the marketplace, even on your job, some of you, the things that have been kept back and held back from you is because you shared it with someone else and they went and and tried to get ahead of you so you won't be the one that got it. And that's how they do. All right. This is uh, the last point I'm going to make and I'm going to get out here. I promise I'm, I'm here too long. And that is moving in silence. Moving in silence. Uh, will keep your ideas and vision from being stolen. I know y'all don't believe this, but people will steal your idea and steal your vision and put their name on it. I'm going to leave that right there. That's why you got to learn to move in silence. People will steal your idea and steal your vision and then put their name on it as though they wrote it and put it out like, oh, look what, look what the Lord gave me. Stop lying. He didn't give you nothing. You stole that. You don't, you don't even know how, how, the, how the thing go. Because you stole it. You, you don't know nothing about how the, the whole entire thing go and God didn't give it to you. You just stole the headline of it and tried to make it your own. So that's why you got to move in silence. Keep your ideas, some of your ideas to yourself. Don't be posting them on Facebook and sometimes don't even uh, give them to people and, and share them with people. Keep that stuff to yourself and, and put your plan together and work it. If you're going to open a business, open it. Don't even give people the name of your business. Just invite them on the day of the grand opening. Don't even put it out there. Don't, don't even do it. Put Build your website and keep it hid until it's time to, to put it out there. Because you don't want people stealing your, 
your dreams, I mean, stealing your ideas and stealing your visions. I can't tell you how many times, and I and people think sometimes, I guess they think, Pastor Martin, a little slow, but I want y'all to know I was born, but it wasn't yesterday. It, it, it wasn't yesterday. And so sometimes when I hear stuff, I know it's my stuff. And the reason I know it's my stuff, because the Lord would have been have given me that idea and spoke to me. Am I saying he didn't give it to anybody else? No, but I'm saying some stuff, when you hear it, you know it's yours. You, you don't even have to wonder. You'd be like, that's my stuff right there. They done, they done stole my stuff, stole my idea, stole my saying. They done stole the stuff. That, that's my beat. That's, my, that's mine. And they done stole it and act like it's theirs. I've done, I've done some, I got some podcasts you can listen at and, and you can go back and listen at some of my lives. I did, I think it was 2021 and also I did some in 2019. I did one, one uh, thing about um, dealing with the, uh, uh, the fathers of, uh, we got to deal with the fathers and stuff. And I said, okay. And uh, I did a whole, uh, whole video on it, a lie. Well, next thing I know, uh, somebody had wrote a book, God bless their book. And one of the chapters in their book was my whole video. And I know it was mine because the stuff I was talking about, I was talking about it from experience and, and you had to be of a certain age to be able to even talk about this. But they did the whole book. I mean, the whole book was done. I mean, not the whole book, but that whole chapter was done off of my video. Okay? So that's why you you know certain things. And then I've had others that, uh, you know, they they take uh, things and, and, and put their name to it. I was, remember one time I was given... Uh, an assignment to write out some goals and objectives for something. And I wrote them and we put them out, planned it real well and talked about what we were going to do and how we was going to do it. And uh, I was not in position to carry that out. I was not in position to do it anymore. And, but they had taken my goals and objectives and they passed them on. And uh, one time they went a meeting and while they were in this meeting, the person started talking about their vision of what they wanted to do. And what they didn't realize was the person that had helped me that we had sit down for a couple of hours and laid this plan out was in the meeting. And when they were talking about what they were going to do, this person began to explain to them what they were going to do. And they were looking at them like, how you know? Because they said, that's the plan that me and Pastor Martin did. We wrote that out. So now they they were using my plan for somebody else and putting their name on it. And you have to be careful. You can't let people do that. People will 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 do that. I mean, will uh, will get your idea, get your vision, and copy it, and then lie and say the Lord told them. And you know the Lord didn't tell you that. 
at least give somebody credit for it. I can't tell you how many things I looked on this on on this thing and saw and be like, mm. and and know it's mine. I ain't even got the doubt. I know because if you follow me, you can document it. One time I made a statement and uh, it was so funny. One time I made a statement and my statement was this. My statement, I was talking about families. I was dealing with uh, the ministry and family, evangelists and family. And I made a statement and my statement was that, you know, going to uh, these conventions, aim in different conventions is not a vacation, especially if you work in that. You're, that's not a family vacation and you working. And not too long after that, I saw that that flashing all across the screen and I saw uh, people getting credit to other people that said it. And I'm saying to myself, I know nobody else has said that because I was the first one said it because God put it in my spirit. So how did that get out there like that? Someone was watching and they just went on and, and put it out there and it made them look good because people thought it was theirs, but it wasn't theirs. So understand that people, if you don't move in silence, they'll, it, it, you know, it, it'll put your ideas out there and your vision and people will steal your stuff. And I'm not talking about just in church. I'm talking about on your job. Stop sharing everything with your coworkers. Stop sharing everything about what you're going to do and how you plan on moving up and what you already planned. Stop it. You, you stop that. Cut it out. Stop, stop putting it out there like that. Don't do that. Don't do it. Learn to move in silence. Oh, I want you to hear this tonight. Learn to move in silence. That's important for us. Learning to move in silence. Oh, I hope you got this tonight. Learn to move in silence. That's important. It's important for us to get it. It's important for us to know that we've got to move in silence. We've got to move in silence. And the Lord will bless us. Well, let me give you these scriptures and then I'm not going to read them. I just want you to jot them down so you can read them uh, later. Uh, Matthew 16 and 20. Matthew 16 and 20. I want you to write that uh, down tonight. I want you to get these. Let me. Matthew 16 and 20. Matthew 17 and 9. Mark 7 and 36. Matthew 16, 20, Matthew 17 and 9, Mark 7 and 36. Uh, Mark 8 and 30. 
want y'all to get these tonight. You can go back over and read them later. Mark 8 and 30. Mark 9 and 9. Mark 9 and 9. Luke uh, chapter 5 verse 14. Luke 5, 14. Hey, Betty, God bless you. Luke 5, 14. Luke 8 and 56. Luke 8 and 56. And then Luke 9 and 21. Luke 9 and 21. All right. Well, I got to get out of here. I've been on here a, a, a long time tonight. Uh, this one took just a little longer than I expected. But uh, I pray that um, it will uh, be a blessing to you. Don't forget. The importance of moving in silence. I pray that you will have learned something, gathered something, and know when to share. Remember these things that I share with you tonight. Quick recap. Everything is not to be shared. We must have discipline of the tongue. Uh, we must know in whom to share our vision with. And moving in silence can and will confuse your enemy. Moving in silence does not uh, give it does not give people a chance to sabotage your dream and vision. And moving in silence will keep your ideas and vision from being stolen. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.